Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 121 of the Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast. About to jump into it. We got a lot of extracurricular stuff going on. We're on YouTube, or we'll eventually be on YouTube at linktr.ee slash two sweet pie. But on Twitter spaces right now, a lot of stuff going on. People can't make it at all. Be up at linktr.ee slash two sweet pot. A lot of stuff to jump right on into. I'm not going to waste any time. If you're listening on Twitter spaces, uh, feel free to hit that speak button. The mic is open to anybody that wants it. I'll let you right on in. So, first thing we got up on the docket is come on, man. Like the the stuff in in wrestling or sports that made you say, come on, man. First up on Come On Man, Adnan Verk. Man, this dude has been trending on Raw. Like, on trending on Twitter, excuse me, for all the wrong reasons. Last Monday on Raw, the dude said, As Braun was circling the ring, the man said, Clear the tracks, we're gonna need a bigger boat. So, <laughs> man, Adnan has been getting it from wrestling fans, bro. And uh, what's evident is that he doesn't know the moves. And I put that on WWE. I put like not Adnan because whose idea was it to put him just to throw him right into the fire on Monday Night Raw on the quote unquote A show? Like uh, that just wasn't a good idea from the start. Who thought that that would be a good idea? Next up on Come On Man, the Young Bucks. Like these dudes were out there in mink coats. Black mean that like who are you? Like sometimes I really think the Bucks try a little bit too hard to make you believe that they are heels. And this is just another edition of it. Like the mink coats, come on, man. And a mink hat. Come on. I don't know if it was Nick or Matt who wore the mink hat. But a mink hat on top of that. Next up on come on man, Floyd Mayweather. Bro, what are you doing? The undefeated Floyd Mayweather. The, 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 the TPE going head up with Logan Paul. Like, what, what is Floyd doing? Like, I know the dude not hurting for money. He got plenty of money. Like, what are we doing? I, I understand that Logan Paul is the latest sensation, YouTube sensation turned boxer, and he's making a lot of money off these events. But that's just the thing. Floyd don't need money. Like, if Floyd gonna knock this dude out. That's going to be that. But on the other side, man, if Logan Paul beat this dude, I'm just going to quit sports. Like, I'm just going to give up sports, bro. Next up on Come On Man, the NFL draft evaluators. Like, what are they doing? Justin Fields. I don't know whoever's going to be listening to this podcast. I'm going to make this quick. But Justin Fields is falling down draft boards. And I'm just trying to sit here and understand why the dude is the second best quarterback in this draft, we'll see how it turns out tonight. But we got this Mac Jones type. Like, where, where did all that come from? When we got to the end of the season, Mac Jones is not even being talked about in the top of the draft. Justin Fields is just falling down draft, boys. I, and I just don't understand it. Moving on to the last come on man of the week. Back to the Loomis. Bro, love the one you with. Just go ahead and love Indy Hartwell. What are you doing sending flowers to ember moon and shot to black heart come on dude love the one you with or she will be gone boo give it up love the one you with that's it for come on man we're about to jump into the topics of the day and i'm not gonna waste any time we're gonna talk about impact rebellion but more so what's next like what is next for impact as we move on what is next for the title in particular and I'm here to talk about Kenny Omega. Got two topics today on Omega. So you Kenny Omega fans, just come right on in and join. Omega, man, he's the Impact World Champion now. And I'm just here to say that I'm going to expect him to be there on a regular basis. Like, I need him to be there starting up feuds just like if Rich Swan was the champion. I need him to be there every week. And I'm not here to say that Kenny Omega won't be here every week. But nevertheless, it's going to be exciting to see how they pull this forward with Kenny Omega being the AEW champion, Kenny Omega being the Impact champion as well. 
Like, I'm very interested to see what is the next feud. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be Rich Swan unless they do the, the, the automatic rematch clause. Nevertheless, like, we got, ah, I forget the name, Under Siege. Impact Under Siege. You got that pay-per-view coming up. What will be the match for Kenny Omega? I don't know. You know what? I'm excited to see how they build this. Will Kenny Omega be there every week in Impact setting up feuds? I think he needs to be there every week until he loses the title. But I'm very, very interested to see who is going to take the title off of Kenny Omega, the Impact title off of Kenny Omega. Moving on to another Kenny Omega topic, as I look at Twitter Spaces here, if you want to chime in, just hit the speaker button. I'll let you in at any given time. And you can, you can get off these wrestling takes anytime you want. Matter of fact, let me check. To see if anybody has requested to speak here uh not yet but nevertheless chime in anytime you would like to so we move we move to kingston and omega like i think aw and i don't say this very often i kind of think aw is slightly dropping the ball here we got but currently at the moment we'll see what happens going forward we got Moxley and Kingston versus Omega and Nakazawa. And I don't have a problem with that match necessarily. That's going to be a fun match to have at Blood and Guts. Even though I thought Blood and Guts was going to be a one-match one event. Nevertheless, the match for me in the match still may take place. So we'll see. The match for me is Kingston versus Omega. And like I think they had a ton of momentum. Eddie Kingston had a ton of momentum after he saved um, John Moxley from the fireworks. So Kingston has a ton of momentum. And I, there are a lot of people saying that they don't want to see this match. But nevertheless, because they're saying, well, it's going to be Omega's going to win. But here's the deal. Eddie Kingston, it, 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 Eddie Kingston can gain a ton of momentum. Excuse me, easy for me to say. Eddie Kingston can gain a ton of momentum just by being in the ring with Kenny Omega, the belt collector. Like, if he takes Omega to the limit at the next pay-per-view, that'll, that'll give him a ton of momentum. It would make Eddie Kingston, to me, a main eventer if he takes Kenny Omega to the limit. So, that is what I want to see next. Hopefully, we're going down that road. I can't promise you that we're going down that road, but we'll see. And speaking of AEW, keeping it on the AEW uh, tip here, Brian Cage. How about that? So, like, a lot of times in wrestling, we just assume things as wrestling fans. And most of the time, we're all right about that. But nevertheless, last night, I'm watching AEW Dynamite, and it's Brian Cage versus Hangman Page, and I'm like, okay, great match, physical match, Hangman Page wins. Nevertheless, Brian Cage is the drill claw, and I'm so conditioned as a wrestling fan to think that somebody's going to kick out of a finisher to where I was completely surprised that Brian Cage got the win over hangman page with one finisher like when i was a kid jake the snake used to hit that ddt and it was over so props to that but brian cage gets a ton of momentum hangman page was the number one ranked guy for the heavyweight title so i'm very interested to see where this goes with brian cage because i've been a huge fan of brian cage uh, going all the way back to Lucha Underground, then in Impact, now in AEW, I feel like he is destined for more than where to than where they have him. Excuse me. So, this, does this fit Brian Cage up in the rankings? Hopefully, it does. Because Brian Cage versus Hangman Page, let me tell you, that is a future heavyweight title feud and build that I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see. So as we move on here, what is next? What do we have next? Impact Slammiversary. The wrestling world changes again. Oh, there was a lot of conversation about this. There was a lot of excitement. Impact did this last year. And it, it out on a scale of 1 to 10, it was a 10 as far as execution goes last year. I expect it to be a 10 this year, a lot of people was talking about Okada being on the uh, slight build-up commercial. Naito being on the build-up. Mickey James, 
Chelsea Green. But I'm here to talk about one man. I'm here to talk about Samoa Joe because there are two people that I've always wanted to see come back home to Impact slash TNA. I wanted to see AJ Styles come back home at some point in his career and Samoa Joe. And we're right there. It could happen. And I would be through the roof excited to see Samoa Joe back. I don't know what Samoa Joe's condition is as far as injury-wise, but if he can still go in the ring, like there are a ton of matches between Impact and AEW with the partnership that Samoa Joe could have a ton of dream matches that we could have. Samoa Joe versus Omega. Samoa Joe versus whomever in Impact. There are a ton of guys. Samoa Joe versus Chris Bay. I could go down a whole list. Nevertheless, I would be ecstatic to see Samoa Joe back in Impact and Slammiversary, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. This is a must-see pay-per-view. You never know. You want to know why it's must-see. Not only because it's going to be great action, but because you don't know what's going to happen. Who's going to show up? That is why you should tune in to Slammiversary. That is why I am excited and through the roof. Speaking of excited, man, as we ship on young wrestlers, man, this is a take that I want to get out. We got young wrestlers just killing it in the game. Uh, whether that's Darby Allin in his early 20s or mid-20s, Jungle Boy in his early 20s, uh, Sammy Guevara, early 20s, mid-20s. A lot of these guys are around that age range. And there can be a situation to where we think that, okay, they are great and this is the best that they will be. However, Look, man, Steve Austin, look, I'm here to say this. Steve Austin became Stone Cold. He got his big break, his biggest break, excuse me, when he was 35, 36 years old. Like, we have not seen the best of these young wrestlers yet, to be totally honest with you guys. Because, because where, where is MJF going to be when he's 35, when he's 36, man. Like, where's he gonna be? He's already uh, taken off at 24. You heard him say that Chris Jericho was 24, uh, curtain jerking on worldwide. MJF is main eventing. And I see, uh, I'm looking at Twitter Spaces right here. Got a request. Uh, Maria, I will get you on right as I'm finished with this, but MJF is killing the game. Where is he going to be at 35, 36, 37? Like he, these guys are going to be legends by the time they get to 35, 36. You look at the women. Where is Sasha Banks going to be when she's 35, 36? Like, the women are killing it. So we have not seen the best of these young wrestlers yet. They have not even touched. Right? They have not even come close to their ceilings. So I am very excited as we move on here. We look back at Twitter Spaces. Okay. Um, Marie, if you're still there, I have, I got to do something on my end to let you in as a speaker. I think I did. So let me see here. You should be able to speak. Okay, awesome. What you got? <laughs> I'm not getting feedback. I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. I can hear you loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I tuned in when you started, um, and then you talked about the old Joe, and I wanted to throw it out there that I saw him live back in Ring of Honor. Wow. He's a free agent. No, he is. Wow, so that is actually Samoa Joe's home, if we've if we been technical about the situation. I said impact home, but go ahead. Yeah, um, I mean, I saw his career forever, um, and I think coming back home to, like, Slammiversary, it's like coming back home for him. 
Right. And I saw the first couple of wrestlers that I seen in TNA was AJ and Samoa Joe. And like I followed them and I've seen them go. I've always wanted them to come back. And we got that chance for Samoa Joe to come back and be better than ever. So like I am very excited to see uh slammiversary and i would love like we can have some more joe come out at the end of the show that that would just be awesome yo that that would be awesome if some more joe is the guy to take the the title off of omega back to impact that would be a hell of a storyline like it would be yeah that would be tremendous so I'm very, very, very much looking forward to that. And like, I, as I look at my next subject, <laughs> I got here, Charlotte Karen Flair. Thumbs up or thumbs down? <laughs> what you got on that? That's a thumb, that, that character. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, right now, it feels right for her to go around and be like, you know, I'm the best. And have this different bravado. And I think that's helped from Andrade. And it's working really well. Because if you're going to be calling her Karen, she did her job. Yes, and for all the criticism that I've given to the booking of Charlotte Flair, like not Charlotte Flair the person, but the booking of Charlotte Flair, I gotta say, thumbs up for me. Like she's getting people to hate her. And that is her job as a heel. And, like, I just want her to start her promos. I said this last minute. I just want her to start her promos with, I would like to speak to the general manager. Like, just start her promos like that every time. Just give me that. But... <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, she, she's doing an incredible job. And I don't know how this is all going to work out with uh, Real Ripley and Asuka but there's something there with Charlotte Flair and Real Ripley and I don't know if they're going to save that for a pay-per-view or jump right into it nevertheless I'm I'm excited to see how it all turns out and how about um, Sonya Deville letting uh, Charlotte Flair in that's something there I want to see how that's going to turn out Charlotte Karen Flair thumbs up for me Big time thumbs up for me. The next topic I have here, I got three left, but the next topic is RK Bro. Like, <laughs> RK Bro, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I don't like uh, Riddle at all. Me either. Um, <laughs> me? From the stuff that I know for being on the Indies, no. Um, but other than that, him teaming up with Randy Orton is a waste of time. Yes, like when, when we got the Riddle Orton match, I was like, okay, this is going to be a great match. Randy Orton wins. And Riddle won. I was like, oh my goodness. And then, and now or Orton doesn't want revenge. He wants to be a tag team. And I'm like, oh man, I really don't like Matt Riddle. Now he's going to get some type of push after winning the United States title. So, I don't like Matt Riddle. Like, if it works out, then fine. But, like, I'm not a fan of it. I think, like you said, I think Randy Orton should be on his own. Uh, going after whomever the team, going after the championship. That's what I think as well. Yeah, I mean, I think right now he's just taking a paycheck and just, like, promotions. <laughs> just because, you know, he's a company guy. So he gets it. Right. You check every week, you know, or however that works. Right. You, 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 be a pro you be a professional. Come in, you do yeah. your job. So as I move on here to something else I don't like, Braun Strowman. <laughs> Like I don't I don't dislike the guy personally, but like when he, he gets added to the title match at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, I'm here. He gets added to the title match at WrestleMania Backlash and 
Like, I am not interested in that, man. A lot of people were saying that Braun added to the title match at WrestleMania Backlash. And I'm like, no, he did not. He did not add to the WrestleMania title match at Backlash. Like, I, I, I don't get it, man. Braun is not interesting to me. Braun is not uh, interesting to me at all. And I do not want to see him at WrestleMania Backlash. Like, no, this is not interesting to me. I am not interested at all. It's Strowman. Like, I'd rather have uh, Lashley versus Drew in a rematch than Braun Strowman. Like, we can have Drew say that if MVP didn't get involved, I would have won. Like, that is what I think should be going on here. Nevertheless, uh, we move on to the last topic of the day. And that is, excuse me, NXT and NHL. Like, okay. I, it was told to me that NXT moved the Knights because of the NHL on USA. And it turns out that the NHL is now going to be on TNT. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. And that, like this whole narrative of NH, NXT, excuse me, moving Knights is a farce. And like, I don't get it. And, well, I mean, I do get it. I'm saying from the start that AEW was the reason that um, made them switch nights. And it turns out that that was the case. So this whole thing. And then, like, I know there are a lot of people kind of sweeping this under the rug. But nevertheless, yeah, AEW made them move nights, man. And uh, here's the thing, man. It's okay to say that WWE took a temporary uh, loss. And, I mean, look, they, they, they took the L. It's all right, man. So, NXT, look, I, they are still pulling in ratings on... Uh, they are still pulling in ratings on USA. The ratings are going up. And uh, it, it's starting out to work out for them moving to Tuesday nights, even though they giving AEW the reins to pull in million ratings week after week after week. And I got to give AEW credit for that. Uh, as I turn to Twitter Spaces here, my Twitter Spaces went out. I don't know why, but I'm talking here about uh, AEW and uh, NXT, NXT moving nights. And the, the whole scenario was that NXT was moving nights because of NHL and it turns out. NHL is going to be on TNT. So that whole narrative was a farce. Nevertheless, uh, it's worked out for both companies. NXT, their ratings have been going up. AEW has been pulling in million, uh, a million ratings. And uh, we'll see what, what the ratings are today. But Evan, you doing great. What's, what's your thoughts on AEW's ratings uh, so far as NXT moves to Tuesday night? The only problem is that because AEW doesn't have a type of competition to, you know, make them have good shows. I mean, you know, their shows are good, but um, they're doing they want to be, in my opinion. Uh, but because themselves, uh, people are able to focus more on the show uh, to get them to those uh, million views. Right, and they, I, I, this is my take. This is this was my take before. I have, as I see another is request here, I'm about to let somebody else in. Hold on, hold on. Let me see here. Request approved. Okay, you should be in. Wrestling ENT, you should be in. Hold on, let me see. Uh, I think that AEW is going to catch Raw eventually. That's, that's my take. Like, it's not going to happen anytime soon. And you gotta unmute your mic, uh, wrestling ENT, and you can you can speak on this as well. I think that AEW is gonna catch Raw. Raw continues to have record lows and ratings. It's not gonna happen overnight, but with AEW steadily putting in 
uh, a million people on ratings like i think they're gonna catch eventually catch monday night run that's gonna create a ruckus on twitter because people are just looking for a reason to, to argue over ratings as we all know <laughs> but nevertheless i'll be interested to see how that turns out uh that is the last topic um overall if if you want to give some thoughts on the best thing you've seen on AEW last night, what what was it for you? I have no comment. No, no comment? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Thank you. Hi. It's nice to be here. I really like the, the Dusty versus the Ten, the, the main event, and how they handle themselves after. I mean, you can still feel that there's a lot of respect and love for still for Brody Lee. right i like that match that match was awesome and like i was the one that wasn't sold on 10 for the longest but he has won me over over time and that was an awesome match i liked uh the aftermath of them celebrating brody we can't celebrate brody enough for me uh the aftermath here's what i think is gonna happen with the tnt title uh, despite the aftermath, I think Miro is going to be the guy to come after the TNT title. Because I thought he was going to be the one to destroy Darby last night. But it turned out that it was Ethan Page and, and Scorpio Sky. We'll see how that turns out. Maybe we get a tag match with those two against Darby and Sting. I'd like to see that. But I think Miro is ultimately the guy that takes Darby out for the TNT title. What What do you think is going to happen with the TNT title? Um, I think that um, in the beginning when the TNT title was suggested and we had Cody and we went through the whole motion of like him fighting this person, that person, I think the belt should probably change hands a lot more to give all the younger guys, the day one guys that they signed, a chance to hold some gold and then we get like Darby in the end. But I think that Miro should go after the FPW championship from Brian Cage. Like, Miro does not need the TNT championship because then now it feels like the never open weight championship then and it's like you know why are we going this route and that's that's what it's gonna feel like if Miro gets a TNT championship title Okay, I never, I never thought about it like that, and I never even considered the the FTW title. And like that would, like we got some guys in Team Taz that would make for just brutal Hobbs matches, whether it be Brian Cage or Hobbs. Like that would be awesome. That yeah, that would. What's that? I didn't hear you. Sorry, no, that uh, Miro could uh, totally step up to any of them, Twitter powerhouse Hobbs or Brian Cage. I mean, it's like a strong guy versus a strong guy. Uh, I don't know. It makes sense, you know? It, it um, Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. And uh, then for the next pay-per-view coming up, it, it is slipping my mind. What's the next pay-per-view? Is it double or nothing? Like, yes, yes, double or nothing in May. Like, i like to see that happen. So, yeah, I'm very interested to see how that turns out. Who do you think is going to take the title, whether you want to answer that on Impact or AEW, who is the guy to take the title off of Kenny Omega? All the possibilities. Oh, oh my God. As much as I... It pains me to say this, and I don't want him to lose any titles. <laughs> 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 No, but uh, I don't know, on Impact, maybe Moose, and uh, on uh, AEW, I don't know. I mean, I would say Moxley, but uh, Renee is due at uh, like uh, 30, so I, I don't see that happening. Maybe, maybe Hangman Page. That is my answer as well. I think that, you know, despite the fact that Hangman lost to Brian Cage, which totally surprised me, like I didn't even see that coming. But I think Hangman Page is the next guy. We got the ready-made storyline there. They were tag partners. Kenny went on to win the title. Hangman went down, eventually came back up with the Dark Order. And, like, I think that that's a ready-made storyline. I don't necessarily want to see it at double or nothing. I think that that's a storyline that needs to play out over time. I like to see Kingston and Omega at double or nothing 
but Hangman is going to be the, ultimately the guy to take the title off of uh, Kenny Omega. We got another person here in the Twitter spaces. If you would like to speak, I mean, hit the speak button and I'll let you in on my side. But um, nevertheless, I've run through all my topics. Um, just thinking off the top of my head here, man, what else do we have here? Um, Roman Reigns, how about this? Roman Reigns, oh, you don't like Roman? <laughs> hey, what's wrong with Roman? This might hurt a lot of people, but without the corporate machine, he's maybe not nothing, but he's not believable. I mean, uh, thank you. He <laughs> <laughs> won't, won't survive in any other company. Like Roman, no, no. <laughs> like Roman, I, I don't know. I guess I got to play devil's advocate here. When he was a, <laughs> when he was a face, I, when they were trying to push him, push him, push him as a face, I thought he was non-believable. That's when I was on that route then. But him as a heel, to me, it feels like okay, he's playing himself. Like, he doesn't feel like he's playing a character. You know, that's himself. And I've gone into all of the stuff, the head of the table stuff, the pin them, stack them, whatever else he said. <laughs> like, I've, I've went into it. I thought that Edge... <laughs> yeah, he's calling people losers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but if you're a legitimately head of the table, you don't go saying acknowledge me acknowledge you say my name I mean, <laughs> why are you thinking validation okay yeah that was a little awkward to me too that was too well, we also had to think about it too like when you grow up in a big uh household you know if you're like you know the last to be born or like in the or the middle child or something you want some attention that's a, that, that's essentially what you would do but it still doesn't have a good look if you're gonna be like yo i'm the head of the table you know you better do what i say type of shit <laughs> Work. <laughs> I feel you. Oh, go ahead. No, no. <laughs> All right, I feel you. Like I thought, I was one to think that you know what? If you're gonna have Edge go one to the end, you might as well put the title on him. They didn't go there. I didn't necessarily have. I didn't have a problem with Roman winning, but I don't think you can go back to Edge and have him win the title now. Nevertheless, I like what they going, what they have going on with. Roman and Cesaro, like I don't think Cesaro is necessarily gonna win the title, but that's a guy, man, that deserves everything to me. Uh, so I'm happy he's getting this main event, whether it uh, oh, whether it's a push or not, because we have Roman versus Daniel Bryan actually coming up, and what feels like it's not necessarily a career on the line match, but uh. Daniel Bryan is going to go away for a long time, Matt. It, it, it feels like that. It's one of those things where it's going to play on your hearts, but you know that he's going to end up winning in the end. Like, he, he's playing the trend of, because of the quote-unquote forbidden doors open, he's playing on everyone's heartstrings. So he's going to go and go do what he wants, but he's staying in WWE, man. Like, you know, it was great for me to see him live half the time. Uh, wow. Honest, but other than that, like, I don't even think he's want to go back to, like, find some guys that he can actually have good matches with. Wow, that that that's pretty interesting. If Dave Brown wins, like, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. Although I, I would have had him win at WrestleMania if they're going to go with Daniel Bryan uh, this coming Friday. Is it this Friday or the next Friday? I think it's this Friday. Uh, coming up with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Uh, but th nevertheless, I wouldn't have, have a problem with him winning at all. Uh, I see somebody else um, in the... Here, Simply Hill. If you, if you, you want to speak, just hit the speak button. I'll let you in. But, uh, man, what else in the world of wrestling today uh, that we have going on? I'm trying to think off the top of my head, man. Um, AEW, Blood and Guts. Like, this is a match 
I, that I'm very excited for. Uh, the Inner Circle, Pinnacle, I always want to say that the Pinnacle should win the match. They're the, the stable that needs to win the match because they need some credibility. And beating Chris Jericho is all the credibility in the world that you need. I think that they need to have Pinnacle or Pinnacle win here. And then, you know, we can we can have uh, Jericho and his crew eventually win a second match. What you, what you guys thought, thoughts, excuse me, easy for me to say on that match and who should win. I don't know, man. Um, originally, I don't think we needed the Pinnacle. I don't think MJF needed to go from one team to another team to have his own team. Um, like, he should have been still built up as a guy that doesn't take shit and always uh, takes wins with Wardlow by his side only. And then later on, he could form a team and be like, this is all the knowledge I know. Here, I'm going to pass it on to you guys. Uh, we are just not keep to be in the team. We are good by themselves. Um, and then, like, you know, Sean Spears needs to, like, really, like, get the ball rolling because he has so much potential. Uh, could stay in the circle, but I would just watch it as, like, you know, with no expectations going in. How I feel about this whole build up. All right. Yeah, that's for the best. And also, uh, well, I just thought right now, is Tony Blanchard really gonna fight? <laughs> or he's oh, going man, to if he does, he's gonna win the match. I don't know, but maybe, man. Maybe a spot. I'm going to pop for that because Tully Blanchard, he was wrestling. Like, I started watching wrestling in the early 90s, so I kind of missed out on Tully Blanchard. He was in the 80s. But I remember that slingshot suplex from Tully. And I popped for that. He did it in AEW on somebody. I cannot remember who. Yes, it was Marco. <laughs> I use Marco for everything. Blame the kid. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Poor Marco. They just throw him around, like yeah. for their spots. <laughs> and yeah, I pop for that slingshot suplex. I love to see Tully in this in this uh, butter guts match because it would definitely remind me of the Horsemen in the War Games match. So yeah. that that. Yeah. That would be super awesome. But nevertheless, uh, I think I'm out of topics here. If y'all have anything that y'all would like to talk about, y'all can, y'all can, uh, well, wait, we have somebody else requesting here. I'm not going to leave y'all. I'm going to let you get in on this, man. I'm going to let you get in. We got Ren, Renee Gadri. I am butchering that. I, I know. But R- Renee, come on in, man. What up? What you got? If uh, what's up? Uh, what you got, man? Who should win the blood and guts match? We got Pinnacle. Uh, we got. I think the Pinnacle, in my opinion, because they are the newest uh, uh faction in AEW, so like they should get the win. But I feel like the Inner Circle should also win to like. I don't know, but like I'm very excited on this, uh, you know, <laughs> match. <laughs> like I feel, but the Pinnacle should win to you know solidify as their like big, you know, right protective run. Right. Uh, and I, I'm I'm totally with you on that. I feel like uh, Pinnacle should win here as well, and I feel like. War Games matches, wouldn't they be in WCW or NXT? We got it now in AEW. Like, they just go for like 45, 50 minutes. And uh, I kind of feel like this is going to be a 40-minute match. And it's it's just going to be crazy. And it says blood and guts. Somebody going to get busted open. So I'm very excited about that. And Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... What's up? Sean Spears better like use a chair like in this match either way. Because you know he's got this whole chairman gimmick. Like he doesn't have to chairs Yeah. So he should use like the chair shot like once or twice in the match. Not particularly to the head because you know 
Right. You can't have it. That could happen to it. Maybe like, you know, a chest or a back, you know, something of a chest shot, you know, to make it more like of a hardcore stipulation in my opinion. But like, this is AEW we're talking about. This this is the same company that did John Moxley versus Omega. They did so many crazy that, you know, yeah, don't know what to expect. <laughs> Somebody's getting busted open, like it, it just yeah. is what it is. That That is what's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, who else we got? Get your comedy podcast. The brothers are in here. If y'all want to speak, I am not. Um, you gotta hit the, the speak button, uh, to say something. If not. If not, it's cool. They can listen in. They can listen. <laughs> it is not mandatory. But if you would like to. Oh, I see requested. So hold on. Let me let me see here. Approve. Approve. Okay, you should you should be in. Let me see here. You should be in, brother. We were talking about the da, 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 war. wherever you want to go, you can go. But we were talking about the blood and guts match. Who should win, pinnacle or in a circle? Uh, but um, yeah, you got it if you if you want, man. It says speaker, but maybe you have your speaker muted or I know one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. Whatever you whatever you think, man. Blood and guts, who you got? Yes. Yes, I'm a. Like what about like the fake blood that uh in WWE that Roman had one time? Like no. fan of early 90s in the 90s so yeah i'm a big war games fan and people used to get busted open in war games so yeah that that better be what it is that better be what it is uh, <clears throat> familiar with Nagata because I, I got into I got into New Japan when Jericho came along. So that that I'm your girl to help you out. Okay. <laughs> take it away. Well Nagata like he even appeared in WCW at one point with Sonny Ono. Um, wow. Like really early back then because right now he's wrestling at the age of fifty three. He, he can still go. He just um, he just beat Young Lion uh, Suji um, during the New Japan Cup of 2021, which was an okay match. Um, but he had faced like Kurt Angle in the past for the IWGP Championship title, um, and then wow. Uh, so he's known as Blue Justice in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he has a very historic career. Um, I can't remember if he held either the IWGP Intercontinental or probably uh, Heavyweight as well. But um, 
him facing Moxley is very historic. Um, I want to see how well he can keep up with Moxley, but Moxley's probably going to adapt to his style, though, because Moxley has that. He's able to adapt to everyone's style. Right. Okay, then. I'm very excited to see. I guess I didn't get so far into Moxley to where I'm expecting uh, a death match or blood every time to where... <laughs> <laughs> like when, it, when it's a regular match i'm like oh okay okay but what a regular match can do i'm what with the way you explain it i'm very excited to see the data and so that that is going to be very interesting i think at this point uh it, it is very up in question as to who will win the match like most likely, you know, as much as I want Nagata to win it and take the belt back to New Japan so we can have some more stories, especially with the young lions that are coming up because they're all frustrated in their opening tag matches and shit. Um, I know that John is going to probably keep it. Um, as far as who's going to challenge him next, I'm not entirely sure who I would want. However, I could just get another title shot against the IWGP because he never, because uh, he lost against Jay White back in 2018, 2017, when they fought. Um, so maybe Hangman could probably go after it next. That would be very exciting. So Hangman versus Mox, yeah, put me down for that. Like, put me down for that. I, I would be very much into that. Oh, I was going to mention quickly that um, because now Moxley is able to defend the IWGP uh, championship more, he should be able to get the okay from uh, New Japan to face it, to have him face against AEW people. Because if he can't really travel to Japan, what's the point of holding on to the damn belt? You got to. I just want the belt to be taken off of Moxley so we can get stories going. That's all. Right. It's yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, no, or maybe uh, I don't know, Zack Saber Jr. I don't know oh uh, the checkers right now. <laughs> They're having, uh, I don't know, Tamatong and Tangaloa are giving them the hardest time of their lives. I don't really think yeah. they're going to take the battles away from them. <laughs> so basically, the the story with that can get you guys caught up with that. So back in uh, during the Castle Attack series over in New Japan Pro Wrestling that happened in February, uh, February to March. Um, uh, dangerous checkers, but dangerous checkers lost only because of the uh, iron fingers getting in the way. And the iron fingers have mystical powers that Tai Chi uh, <laughs> has, and it takes over. He a different person. They got a DQ. They didn't get the titles from uh, God. God is like, you guys are not getting it from us. Like, don't even try. And then during the Road to Don Taku series, that's when they started to pick it back up. Uh, it's the same story again. However, come Mason for uh, wrestling Don, Don Taku, um, it's going to be a ladder match between uh, Tamatanga and Tai Chi for the Iron Fingers. Whoever gets the Iron Fingers, uh, the Iron Fingers will retire. Um, after that, which is a good thing. But um, the other thing, too, is that if Zack Zaber Jr. can defeat Loa in their singles match because both of these teams have singles matches on the third. If Zach Zaber Jr. can defeat Loa, that means that May 4th they get their championship title shot. And no, you guys are not going to get that. That's not going to happen. That is very interesting. Like, I've been covering New Japan since uh, January, like, 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 really full. Wow, I can see. I didn't. I didn't slip on New Japan. I really got to get back into it and get caught up on the storylines uh, more regularly than I currently am. So I, yeah, I'm gonna get the new. Hmm? Wow. Following basically because I'm saying like the backstage commentary and the highlights. Yeah. I'm seriously considering being New Japan World. I mean, it's totally worth it. <laughs> it's worth it on the WWE Network. And I can say that because um, you, get, you get a little more content. The only problem is, is that um, if New Japan Pro Wrestling does not have a televised um, show, you won't be able to see it. So there was like a whole. Oh my God. It's because of um, the main place in Tokyo. Um, they they kind 
own like the freaking news stations around it. They own like Hurricane Hall and like the rest of the places in Tokyo and like Osaka and like Hiroshima, so you'll be able to see it. But if they're going to like some other place, oh my god, they won't even televise it. Like no one can stream it. Oh <laughs> like, wow, that's crazy, man. I, I missed I I missed um some important matches because I I uh I praised heavily uh the uh, young lions and one of them is Gabriel Kidd and he has two victories over his uh, young lion um you know uh, and I was like I wouldn't I couldn't be able to praise him like come on like G- Gabriel formerly of in WWE no Gabriel no 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 okay no. I got I got them mixed up. <laughs> You did, but like, the young lions, they're going through the dojo system, and they basically come from like, you know, um, like either New Zealand or like Britain, they come over, no, nothing from WWE, because WWE is not sending guys over to, uh, oh, no. you know, the dojo. I said Gabriel formerly of WWE. Oh, no, not, not even. Okay, no. okay. Okay, but that's, that's, that's awesome, though. Um, I see some more hands going up, and I don't know if that is. It's not telling me that they are requesting. So if you, okay, I see requested. Okay, let me see on my end what they what they give me the test. Approved. <laughs> we got Revenant resurrected. So I'm I'm proving you should be in, big dog. Uh, hold on. Okay, his mic is muted. Um, man, a lot of topics. Whatever, you, uh, whatever you want to speak on. We were talking about blood and guts, pinnacle versus da, 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 in a circle. Uh, a lot of topics I didn't brought up here. Charlotte, Karen, Flair. We got some New Japan talk. <laughs> Braun being added to the title match at uh WrestleMania Backlash. How crazy is that name? So, uh, whatever you want to speak on, on those, those topics, you can take it away. New Japan, New Japan, New Japan, New Japan. Okay. All right, take it away. Yeah. Where to God, we have the UG versus Marley match coming up next Wednesday. Hopefully, UG could make this. Hopefully, UG could bring back the U.S. title for New Japan. I'm just saying. Exactly what I said. That, that's you and Maria on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Maria, you, Maria, you, you got, you got, you know, your points across. Swear to God, too sweet. You, you got, you got your, you got your points across. I mean, I missed a lot. I missed a lot during the conversation because I was still. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. But swear to God. We, we, we are getting, we are getting, you know, a lot of great matches with Blood and Guts, and then we have WrestleMania, you know, Backlash with a triple threat match. I mean, you know, with with the system that, that we're getting with, with wrestling nowadays, you know, not just with the flippy stuff and not just with, you know, uh, I talked with Eric Teamer, uh, who's a wrestling fan as well. I talked with him. He's the voice of uh, Ryuji for Toradora. He's also the voice of, you know, so many other characters, including Igaro or Demon Slayer. So, really, I talked with him yesterday about the uh, about the, about the uh, possible partnership with WWE and Crunchyroll, you know, doing an anime together. Which wow. That blew, that, blew, that blew his mind. That blew my mind when, when I knew about it because I, I knew about it, like, like, a, like, about a few weeks ago. I know about it a few weeks ago because that was a part of my that was a part of my predictions, and thank God my predictions went through. It went through, even with the prediction last week with, with Drew McIntyre with Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. How many predictions am I going to be making this year? How many predictions am I making this year? Because because Russell uh, Silent and I are a part of the uh, are a part of a group with. With a hybrid Enigma and and the others, and for God's sake, I've been making prediction after prediction after prediction, and my prediction is this: mm-hmm. even though, even though the pinnacle, even though the pinnacle consisting of Sean Spears, FTR, Wardlow, and MJF, 
they are the top, they are the top young guys of the wrestling business. Then you have then you have Santana and Ortiz, you know, being formerly being a part of LAX, Latin American Exchange, See? now being a part of the inner circle. Then you have Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Personally, you got you got inner circle having more experience, having more experience. This is true. Having, you have yeah, you have one experienced dude. You have one experienced dude, Sammy Guevara. I love Sammy. I love Sammy. I love Sammy. Same here. The guy. I love Sammy because you know, even though he's not, he's not just a face. He's not just a pretty boy. But literally, he ha- he has the charisma. He has the charisma. He has the he has the talking talent of a heel. He has the talking talent of, of a baby face during his YouTube channel. But literally, with not just with BTE. Not just with, you know, everything with, his, with Sammy's YouTube channel and BTE, you know, with their YouTube channel. I swear to God, we, we have we have combustible elements. We have combustible elements. Yes, we do. I mean, personally, I do want Inner Circle to win, but I already have a side bet saying the Pinnacle, the Pinnacle will win. So I have a main pot, meaning, meaning, Meaning inner circle could win, and then the side pot. Meaning, are you covering your bets? Yeah, I'm covering. I'm just covering. I'm just covering the bets. You know, saying that saying that that match could could happen, and then we have the QT Marshall versus Cody Rhodes match, which I got dudes fighting on the bus. <laughs> I know what killed me. Aubrey got on the bus with him. <laughs> <laughs> Arby's on the bus like, y'all need to stop. Get off top of the bus. That's all I want to see. That, that killed me, man. Um, but nevertheless, you touched on two things. Man, I'm in the prediction league as well. We do, uh, they do WWE pay-per-views. Uh, I tend to get them right, too. But that and another thing you talked about, you talked about the style of wrestling these days. And you talk about how it's flippy a lot. And like when you see something that's counterculture to that, that's, you know, pretty interesting. It, it brought me back to uh, AJ Styles and his partner, almost. Almost. He's just like not the prototypical big man that you see these days that can really fly around and can do toe pace. He wrestles like a, a, the big man that was around when I was a kid. And you know what? I kind of like that. I kind of like that when you see somebody that's not, you know, able to flip around. Got somebody that can, you know, use uh, the strengths that almost has and wrestle slow. So, yeah. You know, basically, a giant Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be that. You don't have to be that slow. But uh, yeah, kind of, kind of something like that. <laughs> that should be a regular thing, man. That should be a regular thing with all of us, you know, just talking, just talking about wrestling and, you know, talking about anime or, or just talking, yeah, man. talking, or just talking regular stuff. Man. Speaking of anime, I don't know if this counts as an anime, but there's a show called Invincible that yes, I don't. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Is that Netflix? No. It's actually on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Amazon Prime. But which, which, which personally, I've actually seen a bit of pieces of it. I really, I really like it. I really like it. Stephen Young, J.K. Simmons. You know, I, I, I really enjoy it because it's a superhero anime series. It's for, you know. Oh, wait. I think I know. Okay. Yeah. It is dark. I think I know. It's dark. It's, it's like real dark. Like it's not an animated series for the kids to watch. <laughs> no, 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 it is not. not at all. It's actually a good. It's actually a good interpretation of why superheroing, you know, being a superhero slash being a vigilante, you know, is a tough job. Even for, for even for you know even for parents or or you know their children. I mean, take for example, you know, My Hero Academia, which we have, you know, you know, Class One A and Class One B, you know, trying to outdo each other. I met, you know, I've actually met the uh, the voice of Donkey, Jason Lieber, and 
personally, after all the controversy that that was regarding him because of you know, you know, Jason replacing Vic and everything, I personally believe, I personally believe, you know, Jason could, you know, make 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 a huge difference to to his own career and you know proving that he he is you know what he says he is you know not just with his view not just with his voice talents for Mordecai for the Borderlands series but also you know for his voice acting for Norman Gunn My Hero Academia you know some of the other stuff that he's been in I haven't got into My Hero Academia yet what is is that worth getting into it's it's actually it's actually kind of you know kind of a kind of a good thing because it kind of takes elements from Marvel. Okay. Elements it takes elements from Marvel comics and DC comics as well, but mostly Marvel with X Men. So that that that's the kind of that's the kind of trigger that that pretty much you know makes sense. Okay. But back to the wrestling. But back to but back to the announcement of Crunchyroll and 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 WWE and wrestling. You know, I mean honestly. I actually have my doubts about the whole deal about, you know, the, about the uh, partnership, but really my doubts are that it, that the, that the, that the, uh, anime wrestling portion of it could, could, you know, be lackluster. Right. Or, or, or it couldn't, or, or it won't be as hyped up enough that, that people would be invested in. I mean... People were so invested with the Tiger Mask anime that that my cousins that my cousins actually wanted me to watch it, and and literally I'm getting around to it. And you know, from what I've seen from clips from Crunchyroll, it is absolutely you know awesome that that we're finally getting something you know made. Right. Uh, I mean, I mean oh, great. branching out. It's branching out, but but really, you have to look at the fact you have to look at the factors of, of animation studios and, and you know who's going to be the who's going to be a part of the cast and, and you know everything else. You right. Have to look, you have to look, and, and you also have to look at budget too. You, know? you also have to look at budget as well. Oh yeah, I gotta say, uh, WWE is doing anime. I'm a big anime fan i'm i'll give it a chance to see what it's like like i won't get my hopes through the roof you know normally when that, that happens they get crushed <clears throat> but <laughs> like and like it goes back to when, when certain guys start getting pushed like uh who can who can i put like cesaro before all this happened like cesaro get a little bit of a push my hope to get through the roof. It's like whenever he was around Heyman or the Weed of People when he was with uh, Hager. My hopes to get through the roof, then crust. He goes down in that, and that next thing you know, he ain't catering. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't get my hopes up no more, man. It's all about what happens at catering because we don't know what happens. It's like like the best story ever. (laughs) I would watch that. that To be like, yo, what's happening at catering? (laughs) (laughs) Things you don't know. No, no. I would, I would definitely watch that just for a good laugh. Like I would. I would check that out, man. I would yeah. definitely check that out. But <laughs> we're an hour in, man. And yeah. uh, man, I guess I gotta call it. I don't want to call it. Like, if we get into one more subject, then I'll call it. Um, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking, um, geez, where can where could we? Uh, I'm not entirely sure where we go. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and call it, man. Thank y'all for coming in. Um, <laughs> like, next week, I'm going to be doing this probably next Thursday. So, y'all come on in and do it again. Check it out. This is going to be on YouTube and all of the all of the platforms. That's why I post it up. Y'all check it out. Thanks for coming in, guys.
Uh, run it. I missed. I missed. It is agreed. What are we agreeing on again? <laughs> We're agreeing on on a four on a four uh, on a four way uh, DM chat. If if we can if we just you know trade topics and see and see what pops into our heads. It is agreed. I'm with it. Hey, first you do these spaces and like you know help you out and stuff. Right. This is the first podcast where I've been able to take a breath. Like, (laughs) maybe we can get Cherish in here. Maybe we can get Cherish in here, and maybe we can get Enigma in here, and and we can and we can try to you know figure something out. Right. So I have up to ten spots available so far. Like I've seen certain spaces have like hundreds of people. So maybe it'll grow to that. But as it stands right now. I got up to 10 spots. So. Oh, I, I think that once Twitter gives you a blue check mark, you probably get 100. Ah. Uh, oh, that sucks. Well, it'll be 10 spaces. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, it, it's six spots or five spots open to whomever uh, wants to come in. So, still room to go with us. Yeah. I'll mostly be here next Thursday and we can talk about whatever. All right. All right. <laughs> yes, same here. Oh, man. Anytime. Y'all come back anytime. We'll see you next week then. All right, All next right. week I will see y'all. See you next week. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that is episode one to one up to sweet podcast. Come back next Thursday. Have some fun with your boy. We are out on this thing. An hour and six minutes in. Ladies and gentlemen, can't wait to do it next week. So come on in.